back. It's the No Regrets Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Morton, joined as usual by my wife, Carla. And we are going to follow up on something we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, remember, we talked about creating a team, how to go from you and me to we. Yes. And what is it, what was there we talked about? We said, we need to cover this more. We need to come back to this. We talked about that sometimes in our communication with one another, the things we say may really not be the, our responses when, some, when our spouse is talking to us and the way we respond. It really may not be a true acceptance of what the other one is saying, like a real hearing, a really um, allowing the other person to say what they need to say and be heard. And there are things that we can say at times, and it may sound okay. It may sound like, okay, we got it. I heard you. And the reality is some of the, some of the ways we learn to respond to things really are not a true acceptance of what the other person is saying. It's really a deflection sometime or it's some other stuff. So we, we kind of brought that up um, in a short kind of way to, to mention it. But then we said, you know, we need to come back to that because there are things that we may say to one another that if you just typed out the words, they may sound okay, but sometimes they may not really be okay. So we've, we're want to use sort of something that we glean from another source, and we're going to cite the source um, to give credit. And but we want to kind of do real quick. What is that source? The source is it's an older book, but it's an excellent. It's called The Marriage Builder. And it is by Crab. I think that's Larry Crab. Yeah, the way. Larry. I couldn't think of his first name. Larry Crab. He's by Crab. That's um, okay. <laughs> Larry Crab. It's an older book. It's great. Some really strong, good principles that are true and uh, solid today, kind of unchanging kind of things. But he's got some really good ways of looking at when we're talking to our spouse. And we're responding to something they've said or a situation. Does our response really imply acceptance of what the other one has said? Or are we sort of rejecting really what they've said in the way we're responding? And so we thought it'd be cool to kind of give you some examples. All right. So this is really just a communication issue. Yeah. It is... And we've talked before, and I think most people understand this, that really the heart of a relationship really growing in intimacy is having really good communication. And so this is a way that sometimes it may sound like you, you may think you're communicating well, and really you're not really validating what they're saying at all, that it may be very subtly just a rejection of it. Um, but without giving away what the answers are going to be here, we're going to give you a couple of little. Yeah, we got we got five little scenarios yeah, that little... we're going to go through, and we're going to each say we're going to take a part. We're each going to take us... a part. I'm going to be the wife. You're going to be the husband. Okay, that probably makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, and so we're going to say these, and then we're going to sort of pause and. Obviously, you cannot answer us, but we want you to think about whether you would call it 
an acceptance of what the speaker said or really a rejection? Okay, so we're going to go through all five of them first. And what we want you to do is, as you listen, how would you qualify that? Would you qualify the response as acceptance or rejection? And then afterwards, we're going to go back through all five of them and tell you what they were and why they Maybe are. Maybe why them. it really yeah, was. and why. It was, was it an acceptance or a rejection? Right. right. Okay. All right. You want to start? I'm first because this is our interaction number one. So at the Bible study last night, when I said what I thought the verse meant, you frowned and said, oh, I don't think it means that. I felt like walking out and never coming back. I'm still mad about it. Oh, honey. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. I really feel bad that I did that to you. Okay, so would you say that Carla's response there was that acceptance or rejection? So that's scenario number one. All right, and scenario number two is this. Every time you mention my weight, I get frustrated, and I... It makes me just want to eat more, especially if you ever say it in front of somebody. I feel absolutely crushed when you say something about my weight. I already feel bad enough about it, and it just makes it worse. You know, I think sometimes I say things like that just to get even with you because you're always making comments about our finances. You know, when you tell people that we have to drive old cars because we can't afford a new one, I just feel like that's a slam on me, and I feel like a failure, and I get mad about it. So what do you think? Is that acceptance or rejection of what Carla said? All right, let's go to scenario three. And I'll start this one out. Honey, business pressures are really getting to me. I'm sick and tired of going to work. All I ever do is worry all day whether I'm going to make any sales. It's just way too much pressure. Wow, dear. Okay, maybe you should look for a job where there isn't so much pressure. Was that acceptance or rejection? All right, let's look at a couple more. All right. Tomorrow... Johnny, I have to get up and I have to address a large group of women to give um, a report, an update on our project. And I'm really nervous about um, having to do that tomorrow. I'm a nervous wreck. Babe, you do great. You know you speak well. You know you get nervous sometimes for anything like this, but always go super. You don't have to be afraid. Sounds pretty encouraging, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Is that acceptance or Acceptance rejection? or rejection. And our last one. Babe, I'm really feeling guilty about the amount of time away from the family. I haven't sat down and played a game with you and the kids for months. I think the real problem is that you worry too much about our financial situation. That's what's keeping you working so many hours. We'd all rather have less money and more of you. Acceptance or rejection? Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. 
I can remember the first time that we looked at these. Some of them, I think it's easier to tell, but some sound like pretty good answers. They really do. And it they sounds really like do. a reasonable response to me. And. But the reality is, what are all the answers and responses? They're all really rejections. Yeah. Every one of those was a rejection of what the first person was saying and expressing. And we're going to go through and tell you sort of the why of it. Now, let, let's say this caveat. We're not saying that somebody could not have different motives, a different uh, mindset about something, and use very similar words. So we're not saying that it couldn't ever be those words that were sort of used. Right. But we're going to tell you kind of what appears to be at the root of some of this. Okay, so let's look at scenario number one. That's the one where uh, I was at a Bible study and I said one thing and you came back and said, you know, I, don't, I think you're basically, I think you're wrong. Yeah, and so that, that put you on the spot. That made you feel really uncomfortable. And you were really upset about it because you were so upset. You said you really wanted to Yeah, leave. I was ready to walk out of there. And so I offered, quote, an apology. Yeah, we said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you feel bad. Yeah. And why at, is that a rejection? Well, th this, again, potentially could be the problem. Right. Depending on how, how they did it again, and how quickly again, they so did we're just, we're, we're giving that caveat. Sometimes when we are so quick to apologize without any understanding of really the depth of the feelings of our spouse, like, Obviously, that really hit a button in this situation, Johnny, if I'd have said that to you. The fact that you said, I wanted to walk out and I'm still so mad or upset about it. So to quickly, maybe flippantly, just say, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just sort of almost like you're apologizing just because you... You're being polite. Yeah, okay, your feelings are hurt. Let's, I'm sorry. Let's move on. Let's move on. And I think at the core of that is, let's move on. Not let me really figure out why in the world did me saying that trigger that in you and, and kind of where are you coming from? And then really that's a place to explore more like, well, why, why do you think that did that? You know, and so, man, there's a lot of potential ability to learn and grow when those kind of things happen. But in that case, my response totally shut down anything else because of that quick. And, and to be honest, this is probably, I think this may be one of those things that guys do a lot because I think guys don't want the conflict. And so they're really quick to say, okay, I'm sorry, let's move yeah. on. Yeah. Cause we really don't want to have a discussion about it. And, and again, if you're, we're just, we're saying, we're just saying, I'm sorry. Cause it's like, okay, she's upset. I don't want to get into this. I'm sorry, honey. Let's right. move on. Let's move on. Yeah. And and that really doesn't validate whatever what you're the, feeling. What the other person's feelings. It's totally like, I, I'm not going there with you. It doesn't matter what you're feeling. All right. Scenario number two was where. Yeah, that's where the, the one where the wife was uh, complaining that her husband mentioned her weight and just how that made her feel. And his response instead was like, it was basically, he just said, well, when you, so when you say that, I only say that thing about your weight. 
because you always talk about money and our finances and that I don't do enough. Uh, yeah, I think that one, to me, that was the one that a was more really obvious, obvious really. that that was a rejection. Well, because what he did was he was really attacking. I mean, he was really attacking the spouse, and that comeback was a defense of why he did what he did, and he's really attacking her. And so that, again, is, as you said, is that the wife was kind of, she's putting herself out there to say, this is how this made me feel. And I'm str- where she even said, I, I feel bad enough about it. So she's giving some opening to, I'm struggling with this and how this, my self-image and my worth. And then the answer was just in no way accepting of where she was coming from. Yeah, oftentimes... You know, I think you see people do that when the other person feels guilty or they sort of feel attacked. It feels like, okay, you're reprimanding me. Well, I'm going to go after you. Yeah. You think I have faults. Let me talk about yours. Yours. And so it is a real attack mode in response yeah, I think to what that was probably one of the easier ones to kind of identify, yeah, hey, that came that's. Across. Yeah. What about the one where. Um, on scenario number three, about working. Oh, that was the one about the husband. When yeah. The husband's, okay, the yeah. husband's talking about that he's really feeling pressure at work. Right. And so did it sound bad that she just said, why don't you try to get a job with less pressure? It did and it didn't. Because okay. it's almost like, um, to me, it, it sounded like, well, you just can't take it. I was going to say it, that it could definitely come across that way. The other thing is sometime when we share something with our spouse, something we're struggling with, we just bring up something. What we're really wanting and yearning for is some encouragement. Yep. Not for somebody to step in and say, well, then just don't do it. Or maybe we're inferring that you really can't do it. So go just try something else. Don't yeah. deal with it. And in that particular scenario, you're thinking about it was the man talking about his job. And when you understand that for a lot of men, two of the big things that drive them is that idea of, one, there's already, I think, for a lot of men, a fear of failure, of not measuring up. And the other thing is that need for just respect from their wife. And in this case, there's a good chance by her just making that quit without going deeper yeah, into it no. and asking questions and finding out what's going on. Almost to that quick, well, you just need to find another job. Then. Yeah, yeah. Is almost that it's sort of like a double whammy because it comes across as, well, if you just can't do that, then go find something that's easier. And so does that infer a little bit that I think you're a wimp? You know, I think, that to I think a guy, yeah, yeah, the yeah, guys that already that, struggle with some that of those I'm, things. That I'm sort be. of saying, you're if you're feeling the pressure of this, then maybe you're not that strong. Maybe yeah. you can't take it. And so what what may be at, at you, you may be verbalizing, which for a lot of men, y'all, that's so difficult. And so when a husband ever gives a crack into maybe what's really yeah, going to, on the inside, even to admit, admit that hey, it, I'm really struggling here. I'm feeling the pressure then to to quickly just sort of diminish it and dismiss it like, okay, we'll just get something else in if you can't handle it. And wow, it's a place to ask more questions, to say 
encouraging words to make them know you are on their side, you're their best cheerleader ever. And that may be a moment lost in time that what what might have been, again, an increasing bonding together became more like, okay, she just kind of dismissed me. Yeah, I think almost what you've got to realize is that any time either husband or wife is making themselves vulnerable to the other one and saying, hey, I'm struggling with this, man, that is an invitation to deeper intimacy and to have a conversation and look at, well, why, what's going on? Instead of sort of this quick dismissal, which literally, like you said, you've missed the opportunity and you probably, there's a good chance you may have wounded them yeah, by not pursuing that. Um, all right, scenario four. And this is the one where Carla expressed that she's going to be speaking to a women's event. She's a little nervous about it. And my response was her was, oh, you do fine. You don't have to be afraid of that. Just you're going to do great. And on the again, one hand, that sounds like, yes, I'm being I mean, your cheerleader. cheerleader. I think the, you know, I think in this one, this one was a little bit harder, I think, too. And again, somebody's motive and intention might have been just that and nothing else. I think what you want to be careful of is that. That you're almost saying, well, that's just really stupid to be nervous yes, about this. Yes. That in, in quote, maybe you were trying to encourage them, but then on the other hand, is that a little bit of a put down, like that's dumb? Yeah, it's almost like a quick dismissal. Yes, again. And a, without really considering, you know, they might really be nervous about right, it. Right, and is there anything else you want to ask about why? You yeah, know? I know a lot of times where I've got to be careful, I know in times in the past I would have responded, you may be talking about something particularly, and a lot of times maybe it's a situation with somebody else, an interaction with someone else and how it made you feel. And I know a lot of times from my standpoint, I'm thinking, I probably said it, I think. Oh, it, yeah, you probably have. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Mm -hmm. That probably did slip it's out like, of your lips. why would you be upset by that? Right. And, and so it and is. It doesn't matter, and here's the key, it doesn't matter whether you would feel that way or whether you understand why they do, but you need to acknowledge instead of dismissing it, you need to acknowledge, well, she's nervous about this or she's upset about this or she's scared about this or whatever the feeling is. You know, I think what that answer did, it just totally dismissed the feeling. Her feelings. Yeah. yeah. And we talk about that a lot. We don't have to understand each other's feelings and for a man toward a woman, many times I don't think you'll always understand our feelings because I do think God no, wired us very not. differently. Yeah, we won't. But I think to to not acknowledge them, like you said, is sort of a little bit of a, a put down. But it doesn't sound so bad if you again, if you just looked at the words. All right, and then the fifth one? And then the fifth one, and let's just sort of remind you, the, the fifth scenario is when the husband said, me, uh, hey, I really feel guilty about spending so much time away from the family. And again, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, well, that sounds that, good. And her yeah, that you yeah, said her that, response yeah. response was, but her response didn't acknowledge at all him feeling bad. Yeah. What it was was, hey, uh, no, that's not the problem. The problem is you worry too much about money. Yeah, and so it's like she missed, 
in that scenario, you miss the opportunity. And it, it may be true. And let's face it, there's a lot of men. And, you know, I've talked about this when I've, you know, done men's conferences and seminars and done studies with men is, you know, I think a lot of men are more obsessed about, you know, they're going to work overtime and they're going to do, and they're going to provide for their family, but they're missing out on the most important part. So that may be true, but when a husband in this case, and this could be about anything is expressing real remorse, remorse. Hey, I feel bad about this. Man, that's an opportunity to really even maybe lead him to looking and saying, well, why are you working so much? Instead of just sort of quickly, hey, let's go for the, yeah, let's go for the dagger real quick. You worry too much about money. Yes. And I mean, which I guess, like you said, you could take some of these words and just reading them, you'd think, well, that's pretty nice. She's telling him not to worry about money and that kind of thing. But again, but almost there's a subtle dig that you care more about money and finances than you do your family. Yes. And, and so I think. And that may be true, but probably the way she said it and did it is not going to foster any conversation about that. In fact, it's probably just going to shut it down really quick. Again, yeah, it's that idea that it may be, like you said, that may be the root truth, but maybe we don't go there immediately. Maybe you ask another question. Maybe there's some at least acknowledging that they have said that part and realize that they've missed being at home and you acknowledge that and then allow there to be maybe more opportunity for, like you said, deeper discussion or connection on this point or even a change. But when we do these sometime the way we respond and it is a real rejection at the core of what the person has said, then it really shuts down any further movement in the relationship, which every one of these, now some of them were a little more deeper issues like this last one and even maybe things like where we're, well, I guess all of them could have been, but but some of them really hit at some core things that couples struggle with. Okay, so if you listen to every one of them, every one of them, the initiator, the initial um expression is what they were saying was something they were feeling something they were struggling with in some way right it is really getting at that almost that level some of those higher levels of communication we three talked, if not yeah, four three yeah. four even getting into there and even fears and so on and so every one of those depending on how you response you can either invite them into a deeper intimacy or you can shut them down and it become a barrier so what we want to end on is real quick, and these are some suggestions that really came through. We do prepare and rich um, assessments with couples, both couples we're doing premarital counseling and couples we do coaching with, and this came from some of their material. These are five ways that you can validate your response. You can validate your spouse in your response to them. Gotcha. And so let's just sort of end with these real quick. Um, one, sort of avoid one-upping them. When they share about an issue and a problem, you want to come back with another problem or a bigger issue, something like, well, my stuff's bigger than yours My stuff's is. worse, my stuff's And it whatever. might be, yeah. but what you want to do is you want to give your full attention to what they're saying. Mm. You know, it's almost like one of the things we talk about when people get in conflict and arguments that you keep it to one topic at a time. 
you don't suddenly what we call kitchen sink it, where you start dumping everything Everything's out at ever once. Everything's ever happened, yeah. Yeah, there may be some real things that you have and needs, but that is not the time to express them. Okay. It's to give them the attention and let them listen. Uh, number two, don't try to fix their feelings. Mm. And this might be something that guys do a right, lot. Guys. Well, and, and this is so true in so many areas when you think about it. If we're not comfortable with feelings, and I'll, I'll feel like I wanted to break out in song just then. But anyway, I, I won't. Feelings. Uh, yeah. Um, Nothing more than don't, No, we do not. Feelings. We're not singers. Do not do that. Um, but, you know, if a man, let's just, we'll assume that in a large majority of relationships, the female may be more demonstrative with feelings. She may be more in touch with her feelings. We're not saying a man has to get totally into that, okay with that, embracing of all that. But you want to get to a place that you don't have to shut it down, that you can acknowledge it even if you don't quite understand it all. Yeah, and that sort of brings us to the third one. Hey, just sort of let it go if you don't agree with them. You know, there's some people, you think back to the one where she said she's nervous, she's scared. He may not get it, but yeah, he may not get. It. He might think that's, that's the dumbest dumb, thing we've heard. Really you shouldn't good. be that way. Yeah, yeah you're it's good. Just, it's telling him you don't. You shouldn't be that way. And what you need to let them do is just let them express the feelings that they're feeling, and just allow them to explore. And you should explore. Well, why are you feeling that way? Yeah. And and so that sort of brings us to the fourth way that you can really validate. And I think this is would be key for every single one of those scenarios we just talked about. Man, learn to ask really good questions. Yeah. And we talked about, remember a couple of weeks ago, I think when we were doing the teamwork, we sort of threw out two big questions there. And I think the ones with, um, for asking a man could ask a woman is really dealing in on those feelings and that issue. Tell hey, me more. tell me more. I'm just gonna faint every time. Yeah, you I say know that, that is that's I, almost that to me. That's almost one of the scariest statements to say. Tell me more because I'm like we're afraid you're going to tell us more. Exactly. See, all right, people, we're getting to the heart of the matter here. Johnny just has really been totally honest about the way he feels about that. But y'all, that is such an inviting statement. Tell me more. Yeah, because what it says, it denotes, hey, I am keyed in on you. And if this is important to you, it's, it's important. important to me. Y'all, and there is no higher way to honor another person than to be willing to say, tell me more. You're inviting them in and you're saying, I'm pulling up a chair and I want to hear it. And that is just such a rare gift that I think becomes, it is, it truly is rare because it is hard to find that in marriages, in relationships where we really see that. And I think it's something we yearn for though. Okay. So that's one great question. Tell me, but it's not even a question. It's just a statement. Tell me more. The other one that you might use is to ask them to pause and instead of being this critical, well, you shouldn't feel that way or that's dumb or something like that. It's, or even criticizing them for their actions. 
It's, hey, tell me what you were thinking. What was going on in your mind when you were there? You know, you think about the guy in the Bible study that's ready to run. I mean, that's a little extreme. He's ready to walk out of the Bible study. I got upset with you, and I was going to walk out and never come back. Yeah, and you want to go, tell me more about what you were thinking and feeling at the time. Because especially when you make the comment when something seems a little extreme or a little over-response to the situation, and we say that to people all the time, there's probably something deeper. There's something up under yeah, there. Yeah, I, I can remember the whole classic thing of, you know, with, you know, talking to your teenage boys and asking them, why did you do something? And the better question than the why, the why tends to make people defensive is, tell, hey, me, what tell me what you were thinking. What was the situation? What was going on? And again, it's an invitation to open up and involve in conversation. And then the last one, and this is such good advice, and I need to give to myself all the time. Oh, let's say it to yourself. Yeah, yeah, then. yeah. Okay. Uh, and that's just instead of being quick to let's move on, hey, make sure you give your spouse your full attention. And sometimes it may be that when they're expressing this, and we've talked about this before, that if it's not a good time, that you can't do that. You know, you're in the middle of a business call. You've got a meeting coming up. You've got to be somewhere, either individually or together. Hey, make sure you say, listen, I really want to talk with you about this, but we need to do it at a time when I can really focus on you. Gotcha. And and I think those are just sort of five simple ways that when your spouse is going to open up to you and share, hey, I'm struggling here, this is what I felt, when this happened, this was what was going on, that you can say, hey, what's going on with you is of vital importance to me because we're in this together. And when you're hurting, I'm hurting. And when you're frustrated, I'm frustrated, so on and so on. It is the essence of oneness and being a we, I think. Well, and I think maybe hopefully from some of this exercise tonight is the idea to think about Are there times that we're responding to our spouse in various situations in a way that is is cutting it off and it's not inviting it to go deeper and to hear more? And so as we move forward and we think about that, um, you know, are there places that we can begin to change and alter the way we're responding? And on that note, we just want to say, hey, thanks for taking time out of your day to be with us on No Regrets Marriage. And we just want to encourage you, keep on forging.